Blog Talk Radio. everybody and welcome to Violet Reiki Radio. I am your host Rosie Menez. I am a Reiki master teacher and Shihan as well as your host on this show Violet Reiki Radio and we broadcast every Thursday evening at 9 p.m. live and uh, try and bring you the most interesting guests we can find around the globe. I would like to thank the founders of the Thika Network for giving me this wonderful opportunity to bring this show to the public where we talk about Reiki <clears throat> and all things surrounding Reiki. I'm sorry, I just had a piece of chocolate. <laughs> Reiki's discovery, roots, practices, and more. Reiki is a universal life force energy. It is an intelligent energy of love and wholeness. Reiki understands the cause of problems and what healing is necessary. Reiki, energy has a wisdom of its own, healing and balancing all aspects of a person's mind, body, emotions, and spirit. Reiki is a blessing, an instantaneously conferred sacred potential for healing, protection, personal, and spiritual development. If you have questions regarding Reiki, Feel free to email me at rose at violetroserakey.com and I will be happy to respond to any questions, um, comments, or whatever that you might have concerning Reiki and energy healing. Visit my website for more information, which is violetroserakey.com. I'm also on Facebook as Violet Rose. And you can find me on most social media. I'm on Twitter. I am on um, Google Plus, Tumblr, uh, Pinterest. Well, you all know them. I mean, everybody's all over all kinds of social media these days. On Reiki, um, on Facebook, you can find me as Violet Rose. 
And also on Facebook, I have a page called Reiki Wars, and Reiki Wars is headed for its fourth year anniversary this coming May. No, I'm sorry, I lied. This coming July. Uh, we've been doing this for over three years. It is a page that was formed to provide distance Reiki healing for free for humans and animals all over the world. We are global on Reiki Ward. And it operates just like any other page or wall or what have you. Um, you put up a post and let us know what is um, what what needs healing, who needs healing, be it a person or a human or an animal. And speaking of animals, Pash has just jumped up here on the desk. And she wants to say hello to everybody. This is my lovely cat, if you guys know. And she just assisted in a Reiki session before the show. <laughs> She loves to give Reiki. So uh, back to Reiki Ward. You can put in the search bar on um, on Facebook, Reiki Ward or Reiki Ward page, and it'll come up. So just post your request, and then the admins on Reiki Ward will take over the request and repost it for everyone to see. And since we are three and a half years old, we have about anywhere between three and 500 practitioners who help us on a daily basis and they give very generously of their time and they start working on the Reiki requests. And then once everybody's working on them and uh, we're, we're elbow deep in Reiki, we do two to three rounds of healing every day at a minimum. And your requests are then placed on our healing crystal grid for 24-7 energy healing. So uh, please visit Reiki Ward. Give us a like. We love to get those likes. And um, if you have a request, please put it up there. And feel free to share Reiki Ward with your friends, anyone you know that needs healing. Share Reiki Ward and uh, give them the opportunity to request healing. Yeah, we get a lot of, uh, we do get quite a few healing requests for animals. We've done horses, cats, dogs, uh, you name it. We do the healing. And um, you know, we've even done wolves. Um, feel free to, you know, put your request up and uh, and we'll get on it. So without further ado, my guest this evening is Allison J.K. Allison is a holistic life coach, an India-trained YA yoga and meditation teacher. She's an eighth certified personal trainer and an energy medicine healer slash shifter of 18 years, nicknamed the lightning bolt, due to the power of her energy healings and clearings with clients around the globe. She has been practicing meditation for 21 years, teaching meditation for 18 years. She is also a vegetarian while being an endurance athlete, weight trainer, and yoga practitioner. The unique blend of credentials, use of multiple modalities, and the wealth of experience she acquired during the 10 years she spent living in Asia, studying subtle energy practices make her perspective and manner of working with people around the world incredibly powerful. The results she achieves on behalf of her clients desires for changing their lives in any area, physical health, emotional patterns, psychological patterns, 
spiritual openings and awakenings speak for themselves. She is a former talk radio host of Create Your Best Life Ever, What Else is Possible, on World Talk Radio. She currently resides in Florida, and she has just written a book, and we're going to talk to her about this in a couple of seconds. Visit her website, which is com for more information about everything she does. So the new book that she's written is called What If There's Nothing Wrong? I know a lot of people always think there's something wrong. There has to be something wrong. But uh, we'll get to the bottom of that. Let me check and see if we have Allison on the line. Hi, do I have Allison on the line? You do indeed, Rose. How are you? (laughs) I'm great, Allison. How are you? I'm good. I'm actually on Reiki Ward's uh, Facebook page right now. I just liked it. And can I send, I have a secret group for all of my students, and I'd love to send the level twos and masters this information, especially the ones who want to practice with horses and animals, um, so they could join in. Send it to whoever you wish, my dear. Send it out. (laughs) Cool. Very cool. Yeah, the more the merrier. (laughs) Yeah. So my book, What If There's Nothing Wrong, Rose, is the one I did in 2013. I just, on Tuesday, literally one minute before I started with my first client of the week, and I, as you've heard in the communication with you, I, I am back-to-back with clients all day, every day, and then at night teaching or doing group healings, and so it's a full-on schedule. So one minute before I started that full-on work week on Tuesday with my office day on Monday, I got my book to my publisher. So the second book just got written. So I'm wanting to clarify that. I don't have a title for it yet that has been approved of by my publisher, but I'll let you know when I do. <laughs> Whoa, the lightning bolt's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you, Rose. How are you? Ooh, nice to meet you, too. I've been looking at your website. You are impressive, my dear. You really are impressive. I, I love the work you're doing. I think it's amazing. And, and I'm very explain. happy. Very happy that you're having so much success. It's great because that means you're healing a lot of people. It's brilliant, isn't it? I mean, you're doing the same thing. It's just there's such a hunger for the energy medicine and for the energy and the high vibrations of Reiki. It's just, I think it's the unconditional love vibration that's behind Reiki. I mean, it's my first and oldest, obviously, then of the six energy medicine modalities, I, I learned five and then I created my own. And the Reiki is just this vibration of unconditional love that people are just getting fed by. Well, yeah, they need it. They, they really need it. There is, there is such a void love. And I know yeah. this because I see it on a daily basis. Um, not only am I a Reiki practitioner, Master Sheehan, but I am a love ambassador for the Love Foundation, and I am a psychic intuitive, and I do counseling, I do readings, and and even in the healing counseling uh, and the spiritual counseling, 
I'm finding a lot of clients just are desperate for love. It's like, you know, when you see a plant yeah. and, and the dirt, the soil yeah. is dried out. Yeah. This is the vision I'm getting with a lot of people who are coming to me. It's like, dear God, these people need love. Girl, it's funny that you just put it the way you just put it, because um, I work with a guru who I'm not going to mention by name. And um, in this last book I just finished this week, Gandhi had a, called his nonviolent movement a second name later on. Satyagraha is the Sanskrit name. And that means love force from Sanskrit to English. But it also means, Gandhi came to call it later, soul force. So I was talking to, this is actually how my new book ends. So I was talking to the guru and I was asking him, well, so you know how Gandhi coined his nonviolent movement Satyagraha? for the love force? And he said, yeah. I said, well, is that the same thing as prana, life force, or chi? And he said, you're speaking all the same things, Allison. Right. So you're talking about love force being, you're talking about love, and it's like a force that is like water or oxygen for the plants to have wet soil or life. So love for, is the same as life, love force, life force, Right, I'm putting right. part of yeah, yeah. It's just it juices somebody's being up, and it, people get dried up without it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, arthritis sets in. Mobility lessens the aliveness. The um, you have more vitality. The more I was just listening to Dr. Master Shah actually from the Taoist tradition, and he was talking about love flows energy, and Taoism is who the ancient Chinese. Uh, foundation for traditional Chinese medicine. It's where the yin-yang symbol comes from. And so qigong comes from it too, and I'm a teacher of qigong too. And it moves the qi. Qigong is the basis for all martial arts, including tai chi later. And so he was talking about the force of love being able to open up um, the joints and flood the joints with lubrication. So I'm seeing the message in different places. And I'm like, that book was written through me. The first book, What If There's Nothing Wrong, was much more constructed. I did it my last year of the 10 years I lived in Asia. But this one really flew through me. And I had asked and called in and invoked a lot of support from the highest realms possible so that I put forth what needed to be put forth. And it's very much on the cutting edge about how we're in the time of really recognizing our co-creative power and so that means the fifth chakra opens and the life force or the key as the japanese call it in reiki the life force it is able to flow down out of the head so people are not so full of thoughts or the thinking mind isn't so fueled and they're making more choices which is the fifth chakra again to create their lives and recognize where we're creating our lives all of that opens the throat chakra and it seems like it's a lever that then allows life force to be dumped down into the rest of the body so people end up more grounded because that grounding is just not happening right now either right majority well there's too much distraction yeah. i mean you know we, we see that everybody's saying you know go you know be silent be in the now be in the present and if you look at the world around us it's almost like this fight's going on you know, be silent, be in the now, you know, breathe and all of that. And then you've got, 
the advertising people who are ramming crap down our throats, think this, do that, be this, buy that. And it's like, (laughs) and like you said, the grounding is important because if you don't have grounding, you don't have balance. And you're talking too, I, I, I wrote about this, this is what I wrote about of many things, but this is the primary aspect in the first book. What if there's nothing wrong about the paradigm shift? as we go into humanity's spiritual awakening and the, what you're, what you just described is the contrast from the old paradigm, the advertising and the messaging from there. And then the new paradigm of be present, be here now where the new energies are being brought in. So there's a lot of, I mean, and you can see this even amongst the people reaching out for Reiki on the Reiki ward, I'm sure is the people that are really suffering. And then the people who are um, really thriving. Right. Right. It's kind of like it's time to take, you know, your skin and turn it inside out now. Everybody go inside out. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I hear that. It's a great analogy, really. (laughs) That's what it feels like sometimes, doesn't it? Like you're growing new skin. Yeah. And like, you know, bear your soul. Well, bear, bear the inside you, bear the real you. You know, now is the time to step into your authenticity. But I think the problem is we're so full of fear. We've been so drilled to be fearful, worrisome and fearful that we don't know what to do at this point. Or if we don't know what to do, we're being very much afraid to do it. Well, that's where I think that the, the messaging that I was guided to do in the second book about it's our choice comes in. I mean, it's a, a choice to, once somebody becomes conscious, and that's, this is a huge first step, that there is even choice that I'm choosing to be shut down or I'm choosing to be fearful or I actually have a choice there. I don't have to live in this fear. I could actually make a different choice and things could actually change. Like that in and of itself is the revolution right there for someone to be presented that. Like that, I do this in meditation all the time. It's so much fun. I've been teaching meditation for 22 years and uh, turning people on to not being their thoughts is one of the funnest things you can possibly experience as a human being watching people like be able to come out from underneath their thinking mind and the weight of some of the trains of thought that people drill themselves with. Like I'm bad. I deserve punishment. I'm unworthy. I I can't, I won't, I feel, I shouldn't even bother trying just the way people sabotage themselves and keep themselves locked in. And a lot of that's unconscious and subconscious. And so then in comes the energy medicine and the Reiki, but, it's just when somebody's able to be in meditation and observe their mind and hear themselves with that kind of a self-denigrating, self-sabotaging thought, and then realize, okay, so I plan, I structure, I label, I organize, I categorize, I problem solve, I denigrate myself, I insult myself, I insult others, I blame, I'm, I, you know, I mean, when they just realize it's all just thoughts. And that's what the mind does. It pumps thoughts out. And if in the musculature getting developed of coming off of, okay, so I'm not going to review what happened this morning. Okay, so here I am projecting into the future what I'm going to eat when I get home. Okay, so here I am telling myself there's no possible way I could go for that because that just won't happen. If all the thoughts are just treat, out gradually over time learned to be treated neutrally with detachment, which is what meditation does, it's brilliant. Ah, neutrality, yes. Um, I studied the Ewan method years ago, and that yeah. was the whole that was the whole basis. You know, you want to be neutral to everything. 
And it's kind of a hard spot to get to for a lot of people. Yeah, the average person doesn't live there. You have to learn. It's just like going to a gym and developing biceps. You've got to develop the neurological musculature that is no longer allowed, allowing the mind to just race off and demand that we buy this and we have this instant gratification from buying this and we get this feeling from eating that and we get this feeling from going out with that person and we, go, and we get this feeling from not going out with that person. All of the, yeah, the cause-effect kind of um, instant gratification programming the undoing of that and then the rerouting of the neurological wiring to develop the musculature as you lift a, a, a weight over and over again and you're developing that bicep curl and then you lift yourself up off of a typical train of thought of fear or I must have or I, I get to stay away from and you bring it over back to, okay, my breath, it's developing new neurological pathways. It's just like lifting that weight for that bicep curl. So there's actually musculature that could get developed. It's, it's it's, it's amazing, the work, because it, it's then developing more of a tendency to be present and taking off the tendencies of uh, the other less functional thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's funny. I've noticed something about social media, though. You know, when, when you put up pictures of kittens and hearts and puppies and all kinds of things, everybody likes it and loves it. It's like, oh, I like it. million likes. And, yeah. And you put up something that makes people think. And you put up something like a mirror to show people, you know, hey, get on the stick. You can do this. Or this is where you should be focused. And and no one goes near it because (laughs) I want to face the truth. Um, The other day I put up a post that said, limitless universe, free will, choices. You are where you are. Because you choose to be. Be the change. And do you know it didn't get one like? I'm like, ooh, they're all afraid. <laughs> yeah. They, it, and that's the basic message of what I just wrote. And I'm hearing a few others talk about it on the cutting edge because it's too huge right now. You're, yeah, you're ahead of your time. That's the truth. And, you know, I saved it under the name No Blame, No Victimhood because it's like, come on, there's a lot of blame yeah. going on. There's a lot of victimhood going on. A lot of people sitting in the corner going, wow, I, yeah, oh my God, my life is miserable. It's like, but you can, you, you're choosing this. It's your free will. It's your choice. Stop it already. <laughs> yeah, but it's so, it's, it, that's, that's the biggest shift. I mean, so I used to say the biggest shift is the one I've already said, where you realize you're not your thoughts and then therefore you don't have to believe your thoughts. The second shift I came to realize about 15 years after that was, um, okay, so what do you do with that? So you could choose to create new things based on the observations of the yuck in your mind and redirecting off the yuck and creating from the non-yuck. Uh-huh. Or, you could choose, or you could choose to not do anything with it. So the real factor here is choice. And, and we are the only animals that are given free will. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't that how we're distinguished um, from animals? Is that we right. have free will. So the average person, Rose, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I, I'm still in many questions about this. I feel like there's a lot of levels um, to people when they come in with the, the, considering what you just said about the post that you did, it feels like what you said with people thinking, um, I can't get out of this. Uh, this is an awful situation. And they're in victimhood. I feel like that's like the 
beginning level. And then if I need to like, in order to communicate my thought, I want to kind of section it off in this linear way. And, and then it seems like there's um, somebody who realizes that they could, they are choosing and they choose differently to come out of that relationship where they prior to that have been feeling like they were a victim to the person. So now they exercise the choice to come out of the relationship. So there's like intermediate level. But then, like I, one of my last, my last client today, before my group healing, it just came from doing, the woman was talking about driving her car last year to the yoga festival to meet me that I was uh, an exhibitor at and a speaker at. And her car broke down. Now, this is somebody that I, 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 the sheer love of the work that I do and the benefits that she had received from it wanted to come play at this yoga festival and support. And so she had been giving me a lot and doing a lot for me and overgiving. And I was trying to caution her and steer her away from that. And um, ultimately, her car broke down on the way there. And I said to her, that was your higher self creating. And and she's pretty quick. I mean, she when she was with me full time, she was absorbing all of everything I'd written. Was, uh, she was like a sponge. And yet she paused on that. And she said, well, what are you saying? I really wanted to be there. And I said, yeah, but your higher self was needing to start to give to you and starting needing to pull away from giving so much to me and, and the work that I do. And you created that car breaking down. So you didn't come that day. So you ended up starting the, the pull away. That's this whole new level it feels like we're going to where we're not even conscious of the choices that we're literally not consciously making some of the choices, but it, it seems like it's just what shows up in our lives when in fact at some level there is choice being made, but it's by our higher, our higher self. Do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. It's, um, so that's we're creating everything. And that's what you that it feels like people are shying away from Rose with that your post. That's recognition from the top level, uppermost level of how we're creating. It feels like that's why it freaks people out because that's where we're getting to and they don't want to start. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, because I've noticed something that's been happening. I, I think it maybe started around May. I, I'm not quite sure. It, it's a few months already that this is going on. <laughs> and I say to myself, well, I was a control freak, and then I correct myself and say, no, kind of like an alcoholic or a drug addict. You never were an alcoholic. Or you always are, but you're recovering. So I'm a recovering control freak, and um, I realized that instead of trying to control my day, day to day, I'm going to do this, 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 this. I'm going to let that go, and I'm going to say, okay, I would like to do this, 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 this. However, whatever, you know, bring it on and whatever gets done, gets done. I'm not going to hold fast to that. So the strangest stuff started to happen. The first day I'd get a couple of things done and not the others, and I would release the desire to structure that day and have everything happen, and I would just let it go. I wouldn't, like, obsess over it. And then the next day, one of the things from the prior day or two would get done somewhere in with the new day's list of things I wanted to do. And and it's like this balancing thing going back and forth, and I'm okay with all of it. 
and things are getting done. And I'm not putting yeah. as much thought into it as I had before. Yeah. So it's yeah, amazing this was, what's going on with the energy. You got it, girl. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's it's absolutely brilliant to watch the – I was going to say that's consciousness in our day and age right now. That was a brilliant example of actually steering us out of the mind as yeah. we're used to being so linear and towards consciousness and energy. Because you're saying to yourself, hey, I'm not, I'm not holding on to this. I'm not controlling this. I'm not doing anything. But stuff is getting done. This is mind blowing. <laughs> I know it is. It, it, that's that's also very much part of what I was just guided to bring forth in this book. Because I'm sorry to keep referring to it, but it's so relevant what you're saying, which is a great mm-hmm. reinforcement for what yeah. was brought through. Um, yeah, that the time we've moved into, and you're going to really appreciate this because you've how long have you been doing Reiki? Uh, Twelve years. Yeah. So there's a, an awareness that I have, and I, I've heard colleagues have this awareness too, who have been doing this work for a while, not a newbie, and an awareness that there's a shift in favor of all that we have been saying, light and love is actually coming to physicalization now, where it's going to be easier than we ever could have imagined creating it's going to we're going to be the full co-creators that we actually are with the divine force or life force or key or love force and that everything is going to get easier great yeah and it's I know, going and to be a nice pace because <laughs> i think any faster we'd all be freaked out <laughs> yeah i think that there's a lot of people freaked out already because of the speed yeah, but I think if yeah, you're I mean, there, if, if you're in the vibe, if you've been going with the flow yeah. for a couple of years, you're really grooving yeah. now. <laughs> you, got so. you got it. I mean, I've been known to say I walked up one of my um, clients, one of the first ones I had had since I got back here from Asia, and he's been with me biweekly ever since. Um, I was walking up to him one day at the start of his session, and he goes, "How you doing?" And I said, "Oh man." I, there's just so much. I, I, I listed him like I, I I just got this article written, and I just got this published in a book, and I just got this radio show, and I just got blah, 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 blah. I have this coming up this weekend, this event, and he looked at me and he goes, "You're trying to keep up with yourself." <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's not like any of this is forced. It's like trying to keep up with the energies of how much wants to come forward and be created for us all to come out of lack, struggle, pain, suffering, blame, frustration, victimhood. That's all heart chakra related stuff. Blame, frustration, uh, resentment, bitterness that closes down the heart chakra. Forgiveness, compassion, connection with others opens the heart chakra, as, as does self-care and self-nurturance. So it's like they're, uh, it's just brilliant right now, especially when, as you said, we've been doing this and we're in our groove for a couple of years now and really riding these waves of energy because they're coming in full on, ready to just lift us to such ease that I don't even know what's coming. It feels like it's going to be just like no lack, no, not enough, no struggle, no pain, no suffering. And, and, and when we are suffering, we're the poignancy of the awareness that it's our choice to be engaged in the suffering, I think is going to be increasing. I don't know, but 
it seems consistent with what's going on and changing now. Oh, yeah. I mean, we definitely make our own suffering and without realizing it. Because I think if you said to anybody, well, you're making your own suffering, they say, but you're crazy. You think I want to be like this? Well, you know what? Bottom line, subconsciously deep in your psyche, you do. Now, we can investigate what the reasons are that you do, but bottom line, you're making yourself whatever you are. Yeah, but that's, Rose, that's the bulk of my work. I remember when I first came back here and was looking at my marketing, and um, I used a phrase, less talk therapy, more results. And what I was communicating, yeah, it was was pretty effective um, because it was cutting paragraphs and paragraphs of education about what you just said. Because... When somebody's presented, and listeners, if you're feeling bad about some situation you're in and you're making yourself bad and wrong hearing the words you created this, it's not like you consciously created it. So don't go having a field day with making yourself all bad and wrong. It's right. that there's kind of foundational energy pattern that got wired into you, maybe in your cellular memory from a past life, and it got recreated as you became an embryo, a fetus, and a child. And then as your neurological wiring started from ages two to eight, when you started to identify and separate and have your own identity starting at age two, then all of these conclusions were made about how does life work on planet Earth? This is how I get that good feeling from mom. This is how I get that good feeling from dad. And in goes this wiring with these subconscious or childlike, irrational because that's what subconscious means. Childlike means these seemingly when we look at them, once we expose them with the energy medicine, i.e. the Reiki as an example, when we look at these beliefs and conclusions that the child makes, it's and they're still locked in our energy pattern so that it's like that issue that we seem to never be able to get away from. Or it's that pattern that keeps recreating no matter what the job is or no matter what the relationship or new person is or whatever. It's that pattern that you feel like you, you always come up against or that thing or that issue that you deal with in your life. And that's not you creating it consciously. It's subconscious wiring that because it's not conscious, you don't think it in the conscious mind. It's underneath. That's what sub means, right? Underneath right. the consciousness. Right. So, mm-hmm. so give yourself a break and go to an energy medicine practitioner and get the blocks cleared and be on, get on with it. But, you know, sitting in a pool of I suck is not going to help. <laughs> and I created it. Yeah. Well, it's like years ago. I mean, this is many years ago. I, I have always been a fan of doing whatever you have to do to heal yourself. Body, mind, spirit, just go do whatever you have to do. I mean, when I was growing up in my early 20s, if you went to a psychiatrist, oh, my God, you're crazy. You're insane. There's something wrong with your mind. <laughs> it's like, no. You go to a doctor for your physical body. You go to a psychiatrist, psychologist, whatever, for your mental, your emotional, your spirit. You got to take care of all your bodies, however you've got to do it, whether it's an energy medicine person or whoever. But that is not, you know, we're getting there now. But I feel that here in the West, you know, we were only focused on the physical body for many, many, many years. Rose, that's so exactly what What If There's Nothing Wrong is about. I spent 416 pages communicating study after study, ancient wisdom after ancient wisdom, comparing the Chinese practices and the Indian practices, which are the two schools of thought I'm the most trained in. And 
comparing them to how we have in the West since the church and science decided to take on different domains. The church was uh, spiritual, which means the internal, which means the mind, before psychiatry came about and psychology came about. And then science was, was proving the physical. And then we had government alongside science dealing with the physical life. But all of it is focused on the physical, whereas in the Eastern Hemisphere, 5,000 years ago, yogic sages asked, where do we have more control, the, over the external or the physical or over the internal? And they obviously chose the internal and then created the path of yoga mm. and meditation being a part of that. And so then the Qigong masters, the ancient Taoists, are looking at qi and how energy flows in the universe and then therefore how it flows in us. And so they have this understanding in the East is this entire backdrop to the hemisphere, understanding that energy is more important than the physical, that energy comes first and then it's the physical. And so when I came back here, I was talking with an integrative doctor and we were considering me merging with this clinic and working there. And ultimately I chose not to because as I presented my different in that long-winded bio that I, I should probably shorten, but it's so hard to shorten that you read at the beginning of all the different qualifications and certifications and training I have. It's because I'm covering the mind, the body, and the spirit all together. And so he's like, you got to specialize. You got to pick one thing. You're too all over the place. I said, no, that's the exact point. It's the holistic approach of the mind. Here's the meditation background. Here's the yoga background. Here's the energy medicine that works with the subconscious and the unconscious. Here's the body, the personal trainer and the yoga teacher and the holistic life coach, PhD. And then here's the spirit, the energy medicine, the yoga. It's all combined together to help understand how a person, that, that's the chakras. The chakras are the meeting points of the mind and the body and the spirit. And he was just like so used to the West, especially the American way of separating everything out in, instead of it being holistically understood so that somebody could come to me with their chronic back pain and I'm talking about how they don't feel supported in their lives. And we're clearing how when they were age four, they realized that nobody in their family understood them and they felt unsupported. And so they became a rebel at age 15 and they've gone off and they've had money problems and they've moved around a lot. And they had root chakra issues because they felt rejected by their original family. So all of, so that my all God, comes from- My God, you just from, described my life. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I use, uh, Rose, you're so funny in that reaction, because I can be in a room of like 50 people and talking about the chakra system, listing it kind of like I just did. And by, I'm um, like going down the chakra column or up the chakra column, by like the third one, people are leaning back in their chairs, kind of winded, going, oh my God, like what you just said. Within their yeah, body that was posture, like, wow, because I've had constant back problems, lower back, sacral, get out, and it's like, okay, let me put a Band-Aid here and a Band-Aid there, but it's much deeper than that, yeah. Yeah, and I was actually, it, it, it's, it's fun stuff because when you hear that all wrapped up together, you can understand better that you're not so different, that this is a typical pattern in many people's lives. Here's the cause of it. Now let's unwind it. And mm -hmm. it's unwound and you become new. And so it's, this, it's instead of here's your back pain, I think you need to take surgery and here's some medication or here's your, your money issues. I think you need to get more education or, you know, I mean, it's all separated out and it's not gotten to the, 
it, it's not brought together and healed as a whole. So it has these multiplier effects in somebody's life. When I've helped somebody with their root chakra and their via their back pain, it's been sometimes the second chakra, sometimes the first chakra. It depends on a couple of different factors, but it's a predictable pattern nonetheless. And so once we work on it, you see their finances improve. You see their job stability improve. You see their groundedness improve. You see that they're not so spacey. You see that they're more stable in their ankles, knees, feet, and hips, and back. It's just brilliant. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. And it all goes mm-hmm. back to, you know, it's much more than just the physical. And I think here we, you know, okay, so you have the mental and the physical, but there's emotional and spiritual that customarily we don't pay attention to we're not used to paying attention to it and now they're kind of getting it i mean like i had dr larry dusty on the show i believe it was last year and his uh body mind soul i mean that is a doctor who gets it i love him he works with um, carolyn i'm sorry carolyn mace the original teacher on the chakras carolyn mace Mm -hmm. anatomy of the spirit I'm happy to say uh, Dr. Sheldon Mark Feldman over at Columbia Presbyterian, he's the head of um, breast cancer surgery. I adore him because Dr. Feldman gets the importance of Reiki and of energy medicine healing. And thanks to him and Raven Keys, who works with him, um, Raven is um, developing and certifying people in medical Reiki, which she's the only one who teaches it. And so that we can uh, go into operating rooms and administer Reiki while someone is undergoing surgery because Dr. Feldman firsthand realizes and has seen and has felt his energy medicine. So more importantly, he has felt what having Reiki in an OR can do. And he's seen with the patient's what it can do for them. So little by little energy. I'm sorry, what? Have you seen that? It speeds up the healing. I know that when I've had people come out of surgery, it's really interesting what the body says it needs when my hands are over the sutures. It's like it needs the, it needs, the body's like traumatized from any kind of incision. And so it seems to be taking the energy to like resettle the body, resettle the skin, resettle yeah, I mean, it, the body requires so much feeding after surgery. It's beautiful how much. Well, before I had and after as well, because I've had I have a lot of clients who are cancer patients, and uh, some of them get chemo and radiation, and some of them just get the chemo or the radiation. And with all of them, they all have reported back to me that the Reiki has made them feel so much better, because before they try the Reiki. Uh, they're all doing, you know, the normal types of uh, thing, and they know their own bodies and how their body reacts, and they keep reporting back to me that the Reiki speeds up, it decreases the pain, it speeds up the healing. So it, it's good to see that now medicine is starting to see that this does help, and there is a need for it. Yeah, there's more, and there's increasing studies too. I'm a member of the International Association of Reiki Professionals, IARP. Right, they have right, right. Yeah, for members, they have that part where we can look up the latest studies. And even on PubMed, the National Library of Medicine's uh, website, you can see studies done on energy medicine. It's the it's the healthcare of the future. Uh, it's right. not even just the integrative model, but um, working with consciousness. It's, I mean, it, it's 
able to get it. I have had so many people report that they go to their doctor and the doctor doesn't find anything with all the tests and yet the my client still feels off. So they come to me right. with that. Yeah. And then we're able to, with a holistic model, get at it um, and, and undo it. So there's a lot in these new vibrations of the spiritual awakening times that we're living in uh, that started in December 21st, 2012. And even if you, you know, you want to dismiss that as some wonky theory, if you look at the nature of our astrological system, like you went on NASA.com and you looked at the different astrological configurations in the last three years, you would see more and more of the showing up as it hasn't been this astrological configuration in 500 years or when there was this this is when Jesus was born or this is when the peace treaty was after World War II so like there's been these phenomenal astrological configurations and last uh, in September that was another example that moon lunar eclipse with the gamma rays because that star had exploded that was a massive influx of energy so we're getting I mean, the Mayans, I was at the Mayan pyramids on the um, December 21st alignment. I had been an energy medicine practitioner and yoga teacher on the, a special cruise where, where I was with scientists and other specialists studying the 2012 phenomena. We got special permission to work with the Mayan shaman at the pyramids. And he said they had built those pyramids because back when they predicted 2012, they saw the height and the frequency, the, the high vibrations that were going to be showering upon the planet. And they built these stone structures facing the sky as a triangle to help the earth harness the high electricity voltage that was going to be coming down. So there was a, there was some science. I mean, chi or ki is electric and it's magnetic. So when it's electric, there's heat. When it's magnetic, there's also heat. So hertz is a measurement of electricity. And so thoughts have that measurement, the hertz, the vibration or the frequency. So a happy thought is a higher frequency, a depressed thought is a lower frequency. So there's all these high frequencies coming down on the planet now and it's catalyzing all this stuff out of people that in their central nervous systems and their muscular systems and their structural systems are reacting. And so people are talking about tinnitus a lot more now and that's listed as a symptom of the spiritual awakening time. So there's a lot of stuff the doctors can't explain that's being brought up in people's systems and, and the energy or the consciousness can work with it in a way that the physical tools that Western medicine has of medications and surgeries isn't a, it, it isn't as subtle. So it isn't able to get to these more subtle situations that are happening because people's systems are being rocked. We're in the biggest evolutionary leap of humanity's history ever. And people's structure, structural anatomy is changing. It's, it's just phenomenal what's happening on our planet right now, really to contextualize. It's amazing because uh, it's funny because I find that people of like interest or like work all kind of gravitate together. I mean, me, most of my friends are healers or, you know, energy medicine practitioners. And then the other, the other half are all psychics and intuitives and empaths and mediums. And, you know, the past couple of weeks, we've all been getting rocked around because, of the energies that are going on who is like my god i only got two hours sleep but i feel okay or like why am i sleeping yeah. for 10 hours a day and and i have no yeah. appetite and they're like all this stuff is happening but you know we feel it more because we're sensitive but um it's it's all good as they say it's all what it's all good you know you feel like yeah. you're getting you know 
bounced around like you're riding in the back of a pickup truck, but actually it's all very good because, you know, the energies you just got to be a little patient and have them assimilate and then move on, you know. Yeah, yeah, really. I, I'm in my yoga meditation class, and there's newbies that show up all the time on Wednesday nights for it. We do poses for the chakras, and we tell them while we're in the shock, while we're in those postures after 20 minutes or so of meditation, and they open up their systems. I'm clearing them too while we're in the class, and they sometimes will report back that they stayed up late that night. And when people report to me in clients too after sessions, if you stay up late or if you wake up at 3 a.m., you're awake for a reason. Stay stay with that energy. Get creative. Um, there's a lot of that happening with these vibrations are so intended intended it seems like to help us create new and so i'm seeing even with myself like one of the symptoms also listed with the spiritual awakening is disrupted sleep patterns abnormal sleep patterns and so older <laughs> people will say oh it's just me getting old but it's not that it's you know yeah. you're being woken up for a reason and you can use the the awake time for getting your creative juices flowing and doing something creative with it i had one woman come in for the yoga class and the next night she's like, I couldn't sleep. And so I had this real active big business and I had an idea that I've been tossing around for a while. And so I just, I, I just came up with how to implement it and I implemented it. This is now a week later and it's been working great. So it, it, there's an awakening. The higher part of us is getting awakened. Oh yeah. Oh, they have nailed me at 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m. and the, the knee-jerk reaction is to resist it and say, no, I'm going to go to sleep. I've got to go to sleep. Now I'm like, okay, yeah. what are we doing? All right, I'm up. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you have enough energy. That's the thing. Yeah. When we live in the flow with, and we're creating what we're here to create with your own magic and your own uniqueness and my own magic and my own uniqueness, we have more than enough energy because the energy in our system isn't blocked. Right. You just let it flow. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people are finding that hard to do, but I feel little by little as they as they embrace it, they're going to see that, hey, you know, this is really working. So just, yeah, go with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. So That's I told brilliant. people, I don't want to forget, I told people in my postings they should go visit your website, which is alisonjk.com. One hour. And... They can they can see all the services you have to offer there, and you have a um, you have a weekly. What is it that you do weekly? Thank you for asking. Um, it's a weekly Tuesday night call, and it's brilliant, right. Rose. It's really I want to say it's the cutting edge. Like it's the most advanced people who are really learning how to create, how to get out of their their own way with the minds subconscious conclusions. I don't, I, I don't get what I want. I don't deserve to have what I want. It can't be this easy. All the old school programming so that they can really create what it is they want. It seems to be the type of person who shows up on the Tuesday night call and it seems to be the clearings that I'm led to do. So I do clearings and activations full on for an hour. I do no talking about anything like as if on an interview or my own radio show. I just get in to people's fields immediately and then start clearing. And then you get the I replay. think I made it to one of those. I signed up, and I think I made it to one, and then I got busy, and I'm like, damn, so I want to get back to it. It was good. Well, I think you – thank you. Are you referring to the free call? Because I do that monthly on the last Thursday of every month. So if you guys go to my website and you sign up, you'll get the, you'll get the call-in information for the free call the last Thursday of every month. But you'll also, when you sign up, get a free uh, 
half an hour of clearings on success, clearing the blocks to success. So yeah. you start out out of the gate with with free clearings already people love uh, the theta clearing it's not just theta healing invented by vienna steibel I, I have to claim this credit for myself because i'm the only one who does it out loud besides that it's that i do it out loud because the conscious mind um likes hearing what's getting clear because then it seems to help the results quicken because people know what to look for cognitively consciously throughout their work day and or week and see the changes happening. But it's also my vibration. I, we just renamed my um, work Vibrational Upgrade System um, because it's what I do. I mean, overall, everything I do, the the fitness, the certification in uh, fitness nutrition, the bot, everything I do is geared towards a vibrational upgrade. And that's what we're going through right now. So the Tuesday night call happens every Tuesday night, 9 to 10 Eastern time. If you can't make it live, then you can get the recording and you end up, people use it to go to sleep too. They just, wow. I've, I've been surprised. One woman got off her sleep medication uh, because of the Tuesday night call. I've been really, frankly, Rose, surprised at the results because sometimes they seem like that word miraculous. Um, but I'm, I, I have had to have uh, a bias towards the hands-on sessions uh, completely destroyed because of the results I've seen from the distant fade healing oral clearings. What's happening? People are getting blocks in the, or pain in the shoulder cleared permanently. They're getting, it's phenomenal work. It helps a lot with people who are um, feeling unloved, people who are worried, people who are anxious, people who are feeling like they can't leave their house because they're taking on too much of other people's energy. Uh, it's really good right. for people who need to be motivated, people who need to feel self-love is another main thing so it's just it's kind of underneath it all is an all is well vibration that people really get soothed by it's a phenomenal thing so um it's also the cheapest way to work with me to get access to my work i just was before the uh, radio show responding to a woman who's been on it for two months and she's gone through a divorce recently and um i'm thinking of another one this one doesn't have a lot of money and she's been kind of depressed since March, she's been listening to the free call and then just joined the weekly call on Tuesday night last month. And she's feeling very hopeful and much more, much lighter and is really grateful for the new sense of promise she has in her life. So it seems like hope is definitely an aspect that gets communicated. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. It's amazing. It's just, yeah. That suffering thing, you know, it's like really pulling people out of the habitual conditioning towards there being something wrong. So uh fun stuff. You're in Florida. What part of Florida are you in? I'm on the West Coast, the Nature Coast, on the Gulf of Mexico. Okay. Anyone near Tampa? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm I'm gonna be going back down in uh probably or if I could arrange it January. So next trip to Florida maybe I'll reach out to you and uh we can meet in Please person. Do. That would be nice. Yeah, please. So you yeah. have the book with no title, but it's coming. That's good. Vibrational um, upgrade is probably gonna be the title. Yeah. Well, when it when it hits and when it's out, let me know. I definitely want to have you back on. You're a wonderful uh, guest, and and you you do so much. You are so helpful in this whole new shift. I mean, you're gonna have Thank more you, work than you can handle, my dear. <laughs> yeah, it's already happening. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. happening. Well, it yeah. was great. And 
keep up the good work. And is there anything else new going on that we should know about before we, we leave tonight? Yeah, thank you for asking um, and triggering me. I'm doing a I, I feel like you know a lot of people, including your circle of friends who you were just talking about. I am, I've been asked by another radio show host who had me on a couple of weeks ago to do, and I've had this in my awareness for a couple of months now, and I just, I've had the book to be written. I've had some other new launches on my plate, and so now is the time. In December, I'm going to launch a telecall series with four calls for sensitives who are absorbing other people's energy too much. And I'm going to be doing clearings and activations to help them make their field autonomous, to do clearings on why people reach out energetically and absorb other people's energy. There's some foundational energy blocks or foundational energy patterns from the subconscious conclusions made about why somebody goes into a room and starts clearing the room of a negativity. I mean, there's just a certain set of beliefs that creates an empath beyond the basic wiring to be an empath. And there's going to be a lot of grounding and stabilizing energy. And there's going to be tools given to sensitives and empaths, really cutting edge new tools because they're just coming in. It's so funny because as I get ready to like write the book or do a new a project, I get downloaded all this information to help people. And so that's, it's already starting to come in. Um, so that's going to be launching in December. So if you get on my mailing list, you can get the information about that. I'm really excited about that one. That's new. And it's funny, and it's funny you should say that because I do know uh, a sensitive empath and a couple of other sensitives that as of late have been reporting to me that they feel that they're taking on people's negative energy. I mean, before it was like, you know, you put protection around yourself and you go out there and you, and you do what you do. But these few people who have been telling me this you know, they know how to shield themselves. They know how to protect themselves. But something is happening that the muck yeah. is getting through, and they don't know what to yeah. do about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't be doing a telecall series if it wasn't something. I don't mean to say it's come, that's not meant from an ego place. I just totally follow this beautiful connection I have and the guidance that I get. And I wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't something that was up for people. Do you know what I mean? Right. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and I'm glad that you're doing it because I don't think there are a lot of people out there who are doing anything who even realize that there is something that can be done about it. I think people are kind of in like, like, oh, what? Huh? What yeah. do I do? So that's going to be oh, great. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited about it. And I really am getting new tools. I just I just did a group healing on this exact issue and new tools came in as I was teaching. So it's going to be Really fun. I'm excited to see what comes through. <laughs> yeah, cool. Okay, well, I am on your mailing list, so I'm going to make sure that I keep an, an extra eye out, my third eye, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I cracked myself up. Um, yeah, you're fun. Thanks for having me on. Was, you're fun. Yeah, it was great having you here, Allison. Keep up the good work, and um, I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you so much for agreeing to be on this evening. Well, thank you for inviting me, Rose. It's been a pleasure. I'm going to go eat dinner right. now. Have a good night. Have a great weekend. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And um, have a lovely weekend as well. And uh, well, see you next week. Bye-bye.